Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Michael K Show podcast. Listen live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN. Well, we've uh, certainly looked like we knocked around a hornet's nest. And it's funny because Don and I did this show during the Carmelo years. Yeah. And all we did was defend the guy. And all the Nick fans did was hate the guy. Hate the guy. Hate him. Call after call That's after call did. after call. That's all we did. It was ridiculous. It, it became so tiresome. The guy is one of the great scorers in NBA history. But now when you say that Brunson is a better Nick than Carmelo was, now people, all of a sudden, they rise up and they go, what, are you crazy? No, we're not crazy. Does Brunson make the team better? Absolutely. Carmelo made the team better with his scoring. He did not make those around him better. He didn't play nice with uh, Jeremy Lin. He just didn't. So how, how is this an arguable point? Nobody's saying that Brunson is the scorer that... Um, that Carmelo was, but Carmelo was not the overall player that Brunson is. And he didn't mean as much to the Knicks as, as right. Brunson. Brunson has changed the way the Knicks are looked it, at. Carmelo d- didn't. He didn't. I'm sorry. I love the guy as a player. He just didn't. This is the best free agent signing the Knicks have ever had. This, and I know Carmelo wasn't a free agent. They traded for him. But essentially, he might have come there as a free agent at the end of the year if they didn't make the trade with Denver. How could you argue this point? I don't get it, people. Well, it's also making no sense because it. think about what we're going through here. We went through years of defending Carmelo Anthony to a fan base that for whatever reason just didn't like Carmelo because he wasn't he wasn't LeBron James and we defended him and, but at the same time those Nick fans believed that they were still going to win a championship and that they were going to beat the Heat make a run we just got a call say oh if if uh, the Stoudemire didn't get hurt they would have beaten the Heat and they would have won a championship now we fast forward to today where I think the team is clearly better and they're they're now defending Carmelo Anthony, but we can't get anybody to call and believe that this Nick team can win. <laughs> it, it's I can't believe the juxtaposition. Why aren't you as on board with this Nick team as you were ten years ago? When I don't think they had any kind of shot. You weren't gonna beat LeBron James in a big spot. You just weren't. And nobody would be mad at you if you didn't. It was LeBron James. But now you don't have to go through a LeBron James. Yes, very good teams, teams that are better than you. But, Michael, I think they've got a better shot now. And Nick fans should be rising up and agreeing with us instead of going all of a sudden back 10 years and defending Carmelo Anthony when they didn't defend him 10 years ago. I think people just like a fight. I, and, that's a good and point. it's hard to argue because Carmelo is an extraordinary scorer. And by no means is this denigrating Carmelo. But the proof is in the pudding. They're 13-2 this month. He's going to be an all-star. Should have been the starter if the Knicks fans had turned out more for him. It's just a strange dichotomy it's, because this Knicks team, as far as I know, maybe Peter and Don could correct, they seem to be very likable. Very Who likable. on the team is unlikable? 
I'm t- Michael, I'm telling you, I, I got obviously because of the situation I was in calling those games, I, I got to know these players and, and like see it firsthand. It's a it's a fun team. It's a likable team. They they work hard. It's perfect for New York. Like Brunson's the perfect New York player. He's a lunch pail guy. For all the things that Randall goes through, he plays every single day. You know what he's capable of doing. You've got a coach that's easy to root for that kind of just seems like cut from the old New York cloth, right? Uh, I hear we, by the way, I hear we have a big sleepy Tom Bobo oh, coming sure. up. Oh, sure. No, no. Yeah, big one. Like but, I, Last night, while people were watching it, they said they fell asleep. But it really, yeah. just to play Freud, it just feels like it's so real that if the Nick fans admit that, then they allow themselves to possibly be hurt come June because maybe they won't win. But it's so weird, as Peter brought up earlier, that they, they were so quick to get orgasmic over what the Knicks did against the Hawks, but they're not like, with this it, team. Because it wasn't real, Michael. Like, they weren't going to allow themselves to get hurt because it was easy to, to, to talk because, but they knew deep down the team wasn't going to make a run. They, maybe they would have beaten the Hawks, which they eventually didn't do. But they weren't winning a championship. They weren't ready to win a championship. But now it's real, Michael. Now the investment is real. Where losing in the first round, losing in the second round is really going to sting. Because I, I think this team is, is building itself up to where you could really expect it to be a disappointing season if they don't at least get to the conference final. And that's that's tough to realize because it still may be tough to do that, Michael. But lose, I'm sorry, losing in the second round, you can't pat yourself on the back if you're a Nick fan. You can't go, what a great season. We won a round and we lost in the you second did round. Last year. You did that last year. And if you remember last year, it looked like a fait accompli. They were going to beat the Heat because they looked like a team that wasn't good enough to make the playoffs and were going on a Fugazi run that ended up taking them all the way to the NBA Finals. But now it's real. And sometimes it's difficult to get behind a team that's expected to do things. And if they don't, that means you're going to have to take the punch. And maybe they're just not willing to take the punch. But I'm telling you, if you really want to experience the ride, then you've got to be emotionally invested. That's the best time. Yeah, you might get hurt at the end of the day, but at least be excited for the first time in 25 years that you've got a team that might be able to be in contention for at least a Final Four and maybe more. You should be embracing that. It's been so long. Do you realize that, Michael? If you've got a... What's our average caller? 30? Hopefully. 35? Then that means you were 5 or 10 the last time the Knicks were this good. And you're going to sit there and poo-poo and and, and fantasize about a 54-win team and how that team should have won instead of enjoying the team here? Defending Carmelo Anthony at the expense of Jalen Brunson, who's here and winning games for you and is going to be here for the foreseeable future and is probably the best player that they've had since Ewing and maybe has a chance to do something Ewing didn't do and that's bring a title here? Come on, people. Uh, listen, I understand people. I understand the hesitation to not want to believe he could be that good. But at the same time, with all the great scoring Melo did, it's not like they reached some height that makes you think they won't be able to do that with this group already. I agree. Was it? Was it? They didn't get deeper in the second round, right? Last year? No, no, no the Melo team. The Melo they lost no. to the Pacers in the second round. Yeah, they you lost. don't think this team can can get past that? Uh, and that's the thing, the, Peter. The, the conference finals are because, definitely in play because you're not taking to the streets if you win a playoff game anymore. Right? You're not going to go crazy if you win a round. Now it means winning two rounds. I'm sorry. If you go out 
in the second round. Okay, nice season. None of the celebrating. People won't be angry. They won't. They won't be complaining to fire anyone. But you're no, right. They but, won't be but, celebrating. But, I mean, but you'll be disappointed, and I don't know if this fan base wants to be disappointed. So if you don't believe, and if it doesn't work out, hey, you didn't get emotionally invested. But you're also robbing yourself of what could be a really fun ride. Let's go to Dave in Greenwich. Dave. Hey, Dave. Hey, how you doing, Michael? Good. Here, guys. Love the conversation here. I'm a, uh, a little bit older than you guys. I'm 73. Okay. I'm Greenwich. Michael, love having you in town. Um, I like we don't know I'm a that. basketball guy. Coached okay. my whole life for a while. Uh, I, I agree with you. I think Brunson's a better player. And the reason why I think that is, from my background in basketball, is um, Brunson... Uh, he makes the team work. Carmelo was single. Brunson makes the team work. And I was a big Knicks fan from day one. I'm a Bill Bradley. Bill Bradley's my basketball idol. I watched every game. I didn't miss one. What was that team described as by me in one word? Team. T-E-A-M. That's how they played. This team is approaching that. However, I'm a little concerned that we may make the bar a little too high. You know, I don't know about conference finals, but we should reach for that. I agree with Don. I love Don's passion. I'm Italian like you, Don. I love it. <laughs> but um, well, I totally you what, agree. I'll tell you what, Dave. It's, it's not just the three unbelievable. of us. It's not just the three of us, Dave. I mean, Kendrick Perkins came on this before this run and said, and we thank you for the phone call, this is this team's going to the conference finals. He's the only team that he thinks that they wouldn't be able to beat, but they would take the seven games is, is the Celtics. This is a, a former NBA right. champion. It's not uh, three of three of us jabronis. I mean, it's him. So a guy who's really you know studies the game, he loves this Nick team. He loves Brunson, and I'm not I'm not going off of what he said. I just feel that way. I'm not saying that they're going to the NBA Finals, but I'm not going to say it's a virtual impossibility. You don't know what's going to happen. You heard what Isola said. Porzingis gets hurt a lot. Yeah, he does. You never know what about injuries. And look what happened. Hey, to and the, the Nets might have won a championship if 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 they didn't have all those injuries that year. The lane opens up with things that you don't foresee. And the Knicks are good enough, I think, to take advantage of it. Let's bring in the doc, Richard in Manhattan. Oh, big Rich, big Dick. Hey, fellas, question. Patrick Mahomes or Derek Jeter? For what? Who is better? Who's greater? Whose legacy is greater? Well, it depends on where you are. I mean, in New York, they're going to say Derek Jeter, but I, well, history—it's that's—it's tough, man. It's really difficult to, right, Michael? When you were talking about a shortstop in baseball gets four at bats, can only catch what's hit to him, and a quarterback of a team that is basically the heart right. and soul of a franchise—it's—it's it's apples and oranges. It really is. Now, fellas, yeah, yesterday I agree with you guys one thousand percent what you said about Campbell. They went for the knockout, even though they were ahead on 11 rounds in the 12th round. He did not have to go for that. He What he did was try to shove it in San Francisco's face. You don't do that. You let a sleeping giant quiet. You just get the points that you can accumulate. And you got to realize it's like going chasing two points in the third quarter. You don't do it because you're, the negative effect, if you don't get it, is so great. Now, he could have missed the field goal. They could have botched the snap. Anything could have happened. But that's on your account. You're not doing anything to embarrass the other team. He was trying to not only be aggressive, which I don't like that term. That's not being aggressive. That's trying to show up the other team like, we're going to score on you guys and we're going to really rub it in 
listening to you. He his his whole way of thinking is wrong. Obviously, the guy doesn't think right at the when he didn't go for the field goal when they were driving and save all that time. You still need two scores. A thinking man knows this, and he calls a timeout. He is not a thinker. So to say somebody is aggressive means that he's thinking. He's a great, you know he's a nice guy and all, but he is not using his brain, fellas. I want to close on one thing. Okay, I have to share something Warner Wolf told me twenty years ago. Wow, big Warner Wolf. It was the greatest line I've ever heard on sports. Let's go to the video tape. The greatest line. Here it is. I called up Warner. He loved me. And afterwards, you know, I went into my whole monologue and all. And Warner says to me, Richard, next time you call, don't give me your laundry list. Bring me your A material. I've never heard a better line than that. Always a pleasure, fellas. I couldn't agree more. He he spit in the face of Warner because he doesn't follow that. That's a great point by Michael. You heard what he said, and right. yet you call the show and you do a laundry wow. list every you, you single time. You know what's amazing to me time. about him? Let's see if you agree, Peter. Mm-hmm. We could be doing the show. You talking about Big Dick? We're tripped in Manhattan. Yeah. And That's what I mean. We, we, we have the breaking news sounder, and we say that Peter, in his home um, laboratory, has discovered the cure for cancer. Big day. It was a big day. Bear spilled. Bear bumped his head. Yeah. And and we invented the flux capacitor. Right. You invented the ability to cure cancer. This scourge that that rips through the country. Mm-hmm. The world. And Richard would call up right after we announced it and go, "Who do you guys think is better, Pee Wee Reese or Phil Rizzuto?" It's, I mean, it's like nothing it, that we discussed. No, it yeah, matters. We nothing. don't matter. It's, Once he hears Richard in Manhattan, he's a go. <laughs> I would love, I would love, we should get a, like a really famed psychologist on the show sometime who sits there and breaks down what disorders our callers have. One by one. You know, you hear right. someone, hear them talk for a few minutes. Because they all got something. Right. Paranoid schizophrenia, uh, oh, classic narcissist, whatever it is, that would be, because I don't know what Richard's thing is. He's obviously a great guy and a fantastic dentist. Enough that Warner Wolf took his phone calls. But, but he just, what is it? It's almost childlike to not, I mean, it, it's like Donnie in The Big Lebowski. He just wanders into the conversation and does whatever he wants. And, and the funny part is he, he tells you what Warner Wolf said and he doesn't follow Warner's sage advice. One yes. of the best things he ever told me was, right. don't give me the laundry list, bring your A material. But every call is he, a laundry is a button. one, two, three, and usually one, one will be good. One man's laundry list is another man's A material. I guess you're right. But it's not his. No, not to us. Just to pick him. the best. All he's got to do is pick the well, best. Well, think about this. Maybe maybe Warner was onto something. Maybe we are getting his A material. Imagine if we were getting his laundry. It was like 45 minutes. You think Warner Wolf was entertaining Richard for 45 minutes? I, 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 yeah, he Warner, was salty. Did here. Warner have a... Um, a radio show at some point? Oh, well, sure, right did, here. Right? right here on, it was probably 1050 at the time. What if? My brother produced it for a while. Really? Hey, Don! What if uh, Anthony were to ask Richard, what's your full, li- do you ever ask him for the full list? <laughs> Why would he I don't do? even pick him up. What do you, what do you, you just tell- I put him on hold, I say, I put Richard Manhattan, and I put whatever I'd like to put in the slug yeah, that day. Yeah, funny things that he put Right, in. now, what if, though, we have Anthony go, hey, Richard, what are your top three today? Right. And then if you don't like the top three, you go, I'm sorry, Richard, you can't get on. Or or he lists him for us. He writes, one, Dodgers, 1938. <laughs> you know, two, 
Joe Montana, three Warner Wolves. And by the way, when he when he picks up, he says Richard from Manhattan every time. That's all he says. He says Richard from Manhattan, and then word for word, what he says to you, he'll say to me. So I like hearing it once, but I will give the little one, two, three. I think that's fun. We'll give it a shot. See how it goes. Will in Cortland. Hello, Will. Hey, guys. How y'all doing? Good. Great. How about you? I'm good, man. Chilling out, man. I just want to let you know I agree with Michael K. There was one year that that we went in the beginning of the season, and we went, like, I think it was 15, 16 games. I don't remember losing streaks. And he was nowhere to be seen. No one knew where he was at. You're talking about Mello. Yes. Yeah. Well, even listen. Clyde Frazier said that if, if that was to happen, he even said that if Clyde Frazier said if that was to happen during that time when they were playing, Willis Reed would be knocking heads. Well, Carmelo was a guy. I, I can't. I can't. Will I can't say he was a com- compiler because I think he was an extraordinary scorer. He could get a shot. He had a beautiful shot. Great offensive player. He wasn't making everybody around him better. He no. just wasn't. That's not, I, that wasn't the player he was. And that was their problem. They didn't have that player, that facilitator. Just get the ball to Carmelo, and he's going to shoot. Right. He's kind of what Julius Randle was before Randle got Brunson. You know the second best free agent signing the Knicks have? Julius Randle. The yeah. top two free agent signings in their history are on the team right now. Hey, when we come back, we're going to hear from Tom Brady. Yeah, Anthony did his work. Tom, Tom. We're going to hear from Tom Brady. Wow, big yeah. get, dude. It is a huge get, huge get. Listeners, it's Michael K. When it comes to travel, nothing beats Legends Limousine. I felt the difference, and let me tell you, it's real. When my family and I need a ride to the airport or out of town, we choose Legends. Their commitment to safety makes every trip a breeze. These guys are not just any service. They've been setting the gold standard for over 30 years. I trust them, and so should you. Call 1-888-LEGENDS or visit legendslimousine.com. Use the code ESPN10 to snag 10% off. Travel like a legend with Legends Limousine. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. 
Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hey, buddy, hey. Catch the show on demand wherever you want. Just subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. So, the guy who listens to the show and loves the Knicks is um, Nickinator. Okay. And he sent out a video, and I couldn't agree with him more. He said, you guys are arguing the wrong point about Carmelo better than Brunson. He said, it's the front offices. The front office, when Carmelo there, never put players around him that really were able to highlight what Carmelo did. This one, this front office, which I've been lauding for a while now, they're picking the right players, players that fit. They were throwing stuff up at like hot, you know, if you go in the bathroom and take toilet paper and wet it, throw it up against the wall. That's what they were doing then. They didn't bring in guys that fit with Mello. I still believe, Nick and Nader, well, that all things being equal, they are what they are. Brunson has been better for the Knicks than Carmelo was. But you're right. Carmelo didn't have a great front office providing him with those players. But the other issue that fans would counter with is that it was hard to find players that could play with Carmelo. When LeBron, when, when the Lynn Sanity stuff was happening, Carmelo was hurt. And I, I remember, oh, is this going to work once Carmelo comes back? Like there was the, the the notion that he would not bring the best out of Lynn Sanity. Lynn Sanity would end once Carmelo came back. And I guess essentially that's what, what ended up happening. Could you find a player that could play with Melo? Well, you know what the Nuggets did? They, they, they went to the Western Conference Finals one year. Yep. So that team was a good enough team. They're, they're, yeah, there they're are a lot of players like Carmelo. you got to find the right mix. They, they didn't. I think those players exist. They, they didn't. Now, but in also in defense of Carmelo, of course a point guard in Brunson is going to make players around him better. That's his job. Carmelo's job was to score. And he felt like their best chance to score was him taking a shot. So we can look at it and say, well, he couldn't play with anybody, but you know his job was to get the ball and to score. Brunson's job is to get everybody else to try to score, and then he could score as well. Two different types of players. It, it's like in hockey, where, um, well, you know, uh, Ovechkin is is not as good as Crosby because he's he doesn't have as many points. Well, yeah, because one's a center and one's a winger. One's job is to score. The other one is to try to make the players around him better. It's a similar situation. He's a point guard. He needs to make players better. So, what, and listen, I don't think the front office with the Knicks was any good at the time, but it was but you had Donnie Walsh was there. He was he was a great executive. So was was he just dropping the ball, or was he just he couldn't find anybody that fit with Carmelo? Well, you know the the Knicks kind of made their own bed, and I agreed with them at the time, and I still do because I don't I think that if he become a free agent, he would have gone to Brooklyn because they could have paid more money, and if if the Knicks didn't make the deal, Brooklyn would have made the deal. So my point is this: they gave up so much to get Carmelo that they emptied the cupboard. They couldn't get that much better. No matter who the executive was, Dolan swooped in and took over the negotiations and gave up the house. And I thought that that was the thing to do at the time. I still think it was the thing to do, but they didn't they didn't pivot enough to to make it right. Let's go to Estuardo in uh, New Jersey. Es- Estuardo. Hey man, nice to hear from you guys. You know this Nick talk is cool, but I really want to talk about this Ben Simmons uh, flirting with triple double in under twenty minutes. Um, yeah, you know he's out tonight, just, right? He, What's that? He's out tonight. He's out. He, he's, played, he's got a knee contusion. They play he's tomorrow. The, 
Yeah, he's out. He's, he's probably out for tomorrow's game. He's he's probable. All right. Well, I mean, that's the only criticism I can accept is that he is his health is the biggest criticism, but his impact to the game is important. Oh, I couldn't and agree with you more about Eswardo. That that's kind of like saying, uh, you know, other than that, is Lincoln how is to play? I mean, he can't stay on the court. Well, Michael, we got it. We do have to remember it's probable at this point. So all that means is that he was dinged. Now, it's not what you want. You ought to see nothing right. on the report after a game yeah, back. Nobody's but, saying he's not playing. He, he's left knee contusion, probable. But but it's not ideal that he finally plays a great game, almost has a triple-double, and he's immediately and an, on the injured list. Right, yeah, First sure. game since November 6th, right. and boom, he's hurt already. He just so, can't stay healthy. So he'll probably play against Phoenix, but now how long will he play? Will this knee affect him? Is he going to be out again? That Nobody's questioning how good a player he is when he's on the court. But... Is he ever going to be on the court? I'll tell you. I'll tell you one thing. If I were the Nets, if he gets healthy and goes off on a run, trade him. He's oh, just I waiting so. for another injury. He's got another year of big money. Trade him. You're not going to re-sign him. That deal was horrendous. You traded away a great player in James Harden to get this guy. Can't stay healthy, and he's not a great scorer anyway. He's more of a facilitator. He's got great defensive skills. I get all of that. And you can see how much better the Nets engine runs with him at the uh, the wheel. He can't be at the wheel, though. He just can't. So get him healthy. Get him on a run. Get him out. Fool somebody else. But if you knew that he was going to be healthy all year with them sitting at 10, you would like their chances of making the playoffs. Well, he's not going to be healthy enough to be traded before the trade deadline right. this year. I'm saying but, if you could get him. Right. I think they're going to make the playoffs. They'll be one of the 10 right. teams. But I'm just saying that the, 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 the net fan that just called wanted to talk up Simmons. If he's healthy and he plays the rest of the season, I think the Nets are making the playoffs. But the question is, will he? Let's go to Mike in New Jersey. Mike. Michael, Don, Peter, how you guys doing? Good. How are you? Good. I I'm I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm, I'm a big fan of you guys, but you guys, I, I've really been annoyed when you guys when you guys have talked about the Knicks the past couple of days. Mm-hmm. For example, Don keeps saying fans they're scared to believe they're scared to get hurt. I'm I'm a diehard Knicks fan, okay, and I love Melo by the way, but Brunson fits this team better. I don't sense that Knicks fans aren't loving this team, love Brunson, love Randall, and are really passionate and loving what I'm seeing. I, I watch the Knicks every night. I get upset when they lose because I expect them to win every night. Right. And there's a big buzz around them on Twitter. Every time one of the big media guys say something bad about the Knicks, Knicks Twitter jumps them. They jump Candace Parker. I don't say, when you guys say Knicks fans aren't passionate, like aren't feeling it right now, I don't get it. Here's our only gate. See if you follow me. Okay. When, when Nick fan, I mean, in the past, right, we could talk right. about the Knicks for four hours. When their show was four hours, four hours a day, the, the phone lines would be jammed. Right. It's not the case now. We talk about the Knicks. It's, I mean, maybe they don't want to talk about good things. Maybe they, only, maybe they only want to call when it's negative, but it's not the same sort of intensity that we had in the past. Yeah. That's the only gauge that we have. Bud. That's all we go, man. And, and listen, I, I get, Mike, I get caught up in it, too. You can't go by your own Twitter because your Twitter is going to be gauged to the things you're interested in and what you tweet about. We have an open line. 
I'm very open with my social media. And when we went through it 10 years ago, when the Knicks won 54 games, or even a few years ago when they went to the first round and, and they won that first game against Atlanta, inundated with calls. You bring up the Knicks. We joke about it. All we have to say is Knicks. Knicks and then the phone lines lit up and, and they went crazy. We're just not sensing that. We're not saying that it's not going to turn at some point. But, but we don't have a local football team involved, right? We're still a ways away from baseball. It's not like the hockey teams are tearing it up. So it's really open for we to be inundated by a lot of positivity. We're not feeling it. That fan's feeling it. And he got through. But, Michael, we have We go through it. I, I understand it might be a small percentage, but we can only go by the people that tweet us, the people that call us. And we're not sensing it the way that we should. So mention that we're going to talk to Tom Brady, and we we are not going to talk to him. We'll hear from him. I think is what I said. Sure, I, said, I don't lie. No, no you never will. You, you never, and you never mislead. But no, Tom no. Brady was mm. on with McAfee today. I, oh. I think that if 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 Pat right mm-hmm. asked to get Joe Biden on there, he'd go on. He'd go on. If he asked Donald Trump, he'd go. It's amazing the level of guests that he gets. It, it feels that way. He could get anybody he wants. God bless well, him. I'm get, glad get, he's yeah. on our team. Get, you want to impress me? Get Leon Rosa. Yeah. Well said. <laughs> yeah. I, I bet you he could. Well, I, I bet you as well. All right, so Brady was on McAfee and talked about something that's being questioned now because over the last couple of years hasn't been that great. He talked about the Patriot way. Here's Tom. I've never used that term in my entire life. I think when people say it, I'm always like, what's the Patriot way? It sounds like the title of a book. I think what we tried to do was we tried to do things the right way. I think we tried to practice the right way and prepare the right way. What happened on game day was ultimately a reflection of what we practiced. And I thought we had great leadership from our coaches and it filtered down to the guys who really drove the culture. We had so many guys that I played with over the course of a lot of years that you know really understood that, okay, I'm gonna care about my teammates and I'm gonna care about helping the team win. And whatever personal agenda you had, individual success and individual awards, I don't want to make those insignificant, but they weren't as significant as what we were trying to accomplish as a team. And I think being a real selfless player and understanding that if the ball didn't come your way as a receiver and it went somewhere else, that was a great thing for the team, as opposed to a lot of times, you know, if it doesn't go to you or if you don't make the tackle, I mean, you get frustrated that you don't feel like you're a part of it. Well, that's the not Patriot it. way, then. He might not want to put a title on it. But, but I love it. I, everybody I, bought in. I love it, though. But, but I, I hear what he's saying. I always hate that. You know, the Jet way, the Giant way, the Yankee way, the Patriot way. Well, what does that mean? There's a right way and there's a wrong way. You can put your name on it if you want, but that's kind of self-serving because what happened to the Patriot way? Bill Belichick was still there when they won four games. Did the Patriot way gone or you're just not winning? So when they do that, like Rex would always be like, oh, it's the Jet way. What's the Jet way? There's the right way and the wrong way. We do it the right way here. Or we do it the wrong way here. Let's change it. But you, you, you put your name on it. It is kind of fool, it, foolhardy to me. I, so I'm glad he called it out. I don't, no. know if the, I don't know if they referred to it that way or whether other people did. But I, I always hate when teams like name their way. Well, you're not going to. Andy Martino has a new book coming out, which I'm halfway through. You're not going to like it. What's that? You're not going to like it, Don. The title of the book is The Yankee Way. Well, what is the Yankee way? Well, he the whole book explains it. Okay, and so it's a pretty fascinating book. So, so was it? Um, wh- well, there's a, there actually was a. Uh, I found out in this book there was a a, a five to six hundred page binder that detailed what type of players at each position the Yankees preferred. Okay, the skill set that 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 was their way. That's how they they put together a manual about how to do it. 
how to do cutoff throws, how to what 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 how, to take the ball over what shoulder, who should get the throw, who should get the I mean all that the Yankees. Right, well, that, that might be a literal kind of definition that they kind of have their way of doing things, but hey, sometimes it's a hundred win team, sometimes it's like it was last year, an eighty two win team. So. Well, I, uh, Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, New York. There, there's a lot of conjecture that Brady's not going to end up in the Fox booth, despite the fact he signed a, uh, a 10-year, $375 million contract. Well, McAfee asked him about that. Here's what Tom said. I've been out to Fox Studios a few times and done some really dry runs with Kevin, who is tremendous at what he does. I'm super excited to join an amazing team, Rich Russo and Richie Zions. We've talked a lot about football. We've talked a lot about how I see the game. And I think Greg's done an incredible job. I have so much respect for him, how he approaches his job. He's super prepared in what he does. I think he does an incredible job every time he's on. I love listening to him. And I'm just going to go in there and do the best I can do with my own perspective. And I certainly have had a unique vision and perspective of the game of 23 years and hopefully I just can provide some insight you know I've been a part of a lot of Super Bowls championship games I've had some seasons that didn't go the way we wanted I have some injuries I was undrafted rookie I've seen guys come in with great expectations and not meet it I've seen underdogs like Julian Edelman come along and make it so I've had 23 years of just observing and I get to go on now and speak to a wider audience and I used to probably use my body and my brain out there and people would see me kind of lead the team down the field and now I get to do that in a different way using my voice I, I think he's going to be phenomenal. And I, I, I laugh at the people because I, I think Greg Olson's good. But, I mean, is he great? Is he, like, transcendent? I'm not hearing that yet. I think he's very, very good. Right. But would I, if I'm Fox, would I hesitate to take Greg Olson out of the booth and put no. Tom Brady in there? No. No, I wouldn't. But, I think Tom Brady's going to be unbelievable. But uh, is he going to be worth how much? Well, that, that's their, you know, yeah, again, I, that's I, their problem. I'm sure it's great, but, you know, how many people watch the... Uh, yeah, but he's going to mean something when you know they go on golf tournaments with sponsors. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, that's that's the hidden stuff. But I'm just saying that just I, I feel the money that you're throwing away. Just to make it make sense to me. All right, so so is Greg Olson worth ten million a year? Um, is yeah, Tony but, Romo worth eighteen? Million? No, but I'm just saying is is that you you had fifty three million people watch the Lions and 49ers on Sunday. All right now, I'm and, and pay I think fifty five watch the Chiefs and the right. Ravens. And now, am I going to am, am I going to pay twenty five million dollars more a year and have it not move the ratings needle? Now, I, like I, you said, okay, maybe you'll get a few more sponsors because they'd rather to, you know golf with Tom Brady. But is it worth twenty five million dollars more? Well, the people that crunch the numbers think so. But the, forget about the number, though. It's like when 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 a team goes out and gets a free agent, spends all that money. They gave him that money. Doesn't mean that he has to perform up to that money. Do you, in your mind, who watches games all the time, you too, Peter? Do you think he's going to be good on the air? I, don't I know. think he's going to be great. I, I I can't speak with the same conviction as you. you I, Michael's always spoken with that conviction. I, I don't know. I, I didn't love what we just played. I didn't find him like riveting in, in that conversation. But, but he's he's experienced everything on a football field, and he's the greatest to ever do it in terms of winning. Right, but but also, I think he's going to bring that to the party, he, and he's a maniacal. Um, a preparer. Yeah, but but does he have the talent to do it? I mean, it's not about effort. He's gonna ha- he's gonna make the effort, right? He's gonna do the work. It's not about the resume as far as what he's done on the field. He's done everything. He's accomplished everything. But will it translate into being a good announcer? I I I don't know. We're gonna have to wait and see, right? I mean, you you look at some of the announcers that have, that have been out there, Michael, that have the, have the resume. 
I mean, Lawrence Taylor was the greatest defender that ever lived. He was awful on television. Well, well, he was God so good, awful. But he was so good when he called you. But 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 his resume on the field, I mean, he had a big personality. Everybody loved him. Former Giant. He was terrible on television. Emmett I mean, Smith was terrible on television. Joe uh, Montana was it. Pat Riley wasn't uh, good. Drew Brees was not very good on television. They pulled him after the first year. And these are guys that had all the credentials, but do they have the talent to articulate everything in that in that moment and be entertaining? I, I'll probably, if I had to guess, I would say he, he'll be good. But I don't know. He, he won't even know. These are not people that audition. <laughs> they just throw them in there and see if they can do it. All right, when we come back, we'll give away another Superbox for Superbox Bonanza. We'll find out who the point god is, all of that. But first, Peter has some things to tell you. Chopped. Thank you. Happy Super Bowl, everyone. Absolutely. You guys have a great afternoon. Keep doing what you do. I will, Troy. Uh, Joe. Exactly. That's what I meant. Here's what I'm going to do. Come Super Bowl. Who's calling the Super Bowl this year? Oh, it's Jim Nance. That's Mr. Hello, Friends. So I'm going to sit back. I'm going to watch Mr. Nance and Mr. Ramo do what they do. And I'm going to go on FanDuel and I'm going to play some bets. I'm probably going to bet the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. And I'm probably going to bet Travis Kelsey to score a touchdown because that's what he does. Might bet him for over 100 yards, too. We'll see. You have so many options when it comes to FanDuel Sportsbook and the big game in a couple of weeks. All right. So get down with all the action. Who's going to score a touchdown? How many points? The total? All that stuff. New customers, join today and you get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. All right? All you got to do is visit FanDuel.com slash Peter to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash Peter. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 and over and physically present in New York. Hello, Fritz. That's exactly right. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issues, non withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fandle.com for up with the gambling problem. Call 8778 OpenY or text OpenY 467 369. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Well, that's awesome. Looking for more access to the show? That's right, man. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at TMKS ESPN. The Point God. You have made no good points, Peter. You're so right, Michael. I think you made some salient points. Yeah, because you're an ass. We went through years of defending Carmelo Anthony to a fan base that for whatever reason just didn't like Carmelo because he wasn't LeBron James. And we defended him. But at the same time, those Knicks fans believed that they were still going to win a championship and that they were going to beat the Heat make a run. Now we fast forward to today where I think the team is clearly better and they're now defending Carmelo Anthony, but we can't get anybody to call and believe that this Knicks team can win. I can't believe the juxtaposition. Why aren't you as on board with this Nick team as you were 10 years ago when I don't think they had any kind of shot. You weren't going to beat LeBron James in a big spot. You just weren't. And nobody would be mad at you if you didn't. It was LeBron James. But now you don't have to go through a LeBron James. Yes, very good teams, teams that are better than you. But, Michael, I think they've got a better shot now 
and Nick fans should be rising up and agreeing with us instead of going all of a sudden back 10 years and defending Carmelo Anthony when they didn't defend him 10 years ago. Starting off to be a good week for Don. He's, oh, he's yeah, the first two uh, point guards. Couldn't right have done there. it without you guys, though. Oh, that's true, but I mean, you are the guy that gets the trophy. I'm proud, but I, I like to share the wealth, man. I can't do it without our team. You're like Brunson. Yeah. I'm more like Mello. That is true. I don't know who Peter's like. Mm, Chris Childs? Hartenstein? Mm, he's kind of tall. I'm closer to height with Chris Childs. It's the final week, Peter, of a Superbox Banana. Sure, Park. I know. Yeah, each qualifier is going to take home a $25 Fanatics gift card and have a chance at one of 10 Superbox prizes. Be caller number, what was Matsui's number? 55 right now at 888-987-ESPN to select a box for the big game with a chance to win $500 in the first and third quarters, $1,000 at halftime, and a final score payout of $2,000, all brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey and the brand new Tullamore Dew Honey and Security Dodge. Come get some. A friend of mine used to take part in a um, a bar, a box, super box, mm-hmm. and ended up winning like $52,000. Wow, wow that's a me? lot of money. So funny. I, I guess I shouldn't say it. Say it. Say it. What's going to happen? I, I, I think I think the whole. I don't mean the radio station. I mean the overall concept. The box gambling to me is like so dumb. Is that weird? Yeah, but it is. I fun. don't care. Is it? It it's fun. It gives you another thing to root for in the game. Yeah, you don't I, just I, root for a score. You root for a specific number. I think that. I has guess you're right. I, I guess it could add an element when you, if you don't care about the game otherwise. And because there's a first and third quarter halftime, like the guy who won that, I think it was a thousand dollars you paid per box. It's a lot of money. That is a lot of money. But you know, he got back fifty two thousand. I think that was the winning. But the killer is when you get one of the. I know things are different because of the two point conversion. But when you get that, you know, five nine, and you're like, that's not going to happen. But then Dan Campbell coaches, and anything could happen. Well, true, but still. So there's certain numbers. Like last year, I I, I did one, and it's like I. I forget my numbers. I forget my numbers, but there's like no chance it's going to happen. And so it's not now. It's not fun. I just set fire to the money. Like I said, if you get five nine, what are your shot? Hey, why are you even here? Yeah, it, it could, but you know, that and that's probably not anything you're getting. That, that maybe you get that as a final score, but you're not going to get that any other time. Usually, you need well, the seven final score is a big money. I know, but you can kind of see that it's not going to play itself out. Like you need a seven three. You need a one and a zero. That's what you need. Well, you don't always get what you want. Let's go Almost to Mark never. in Dick's Hills. Marky? Fellas, what's up? What's up? I, How you, you doing? Know, Peter, I never, I never agree with you, Peter, but I got to agree with you 100% with Tom Brady being an announcer. That little clip, Peter, you couldn't be more correct. He has no cadence. He has no direct, you know, no voice uh, control like Mike and you guys have. How the hell are they giving him $350 million? Tony Romo, they gave him crazy kind of money. You know, it's just, fellas, I'm telling you, I'm sick with the money. Look at Hatton. I don't know if you know Hatton jumped to the LIV. He got $63 million. You know, Hatton hasn't won anything in golf ever. They gave him $63 million. Fellas, why can't we get on this train? Let someone throw some money at us. It's getting ridiculous. <laughs> and you know what? It is crazy. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, this guy is not going to do well. Brady is a milk toast kind of announcer. 
announced it to me. They're just wasting their money. It's just because he's Brady, and thanks. God bless you. Well, thanks yeah. a lot, Mark. You just answered it. He's, he, he's Tom Brady. He did say something wrong in that clip, though. though. Hmm. Now, one of you guys picked up. I mean, factually wrong. He said he was an undrafted rookie. No. Well, you were drafted. You just drafted low in the sixth round, but you were drafted. You were 199th pick. That's right. So I'm, I, unless he's trying to rewrite history. Maybe. But I was undrafted rookie. I've seen. And, and also, he, his voice isn't terrible. And it's going to be up to Kevin to bring it up. Well, you're just going to have to find something. All the great announcers, the color commentators. You know, well, who was John Madden before? Like John oh, Madden. Troy wanted, Eggman. Right. Troy Eggman, I think well, is the best now. They, they, they were Super Bowl champions. They accomplished a lot on the field. I get it. But that they were able to carve out their niche. Now, I don't think Eggman has a shtick at all. No. He's not. just very, very good at what he does. But, you know, Madden had a shtick. He was very emotional. Um, he'll find his groove. I, 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 don't, I have no issue with hiring him. It's just that I don't know if you have to spend that much money. It's not my money. But what, what that money does is that he'll be held to, I think, a higher scrutiny. And that, is, is that going to be good for Fox? Speaking of uh, you know sports media, did you see the big news today? Hold on, sports media. I know, I know what it is. I just don't want to play his reindeer game. It's nice news, good for him. Big would not be the way I would describe. Well, it. I, big sports media news. I didn't say big world news. No, but even go ahead. I'll, I'll be the. Ju- I will be the honest. Let, judge. I want Peter to be the. Judge. Andrew Marshan leaving the New York Post mm-hmm. to take a similar position with the Athletic. What? And his stuff will appear in the Times, because the Times owns the Athletic. It has zero impact on my life, but it's an upgrade for him. No, good for him. I think. You think he got Rossini money? That would be big. Well, I don't know what Rossini gets paid. Well, we don't know what it is, but it's it's been announced by Peter King that Rossini's now the highest paid writer in the history of the Times. What? Excuse me, baking powder. She's the highest paid person ever in the history. In the history of, I believe so. Yeah, the New York Times. If if I'm off, it's she's the highest paid person ever in the history of sports in the time. But I think it's the Times, not the Athletic. Well, the Athletic is owned by the Times. I so obviously that, she's the highest paid at the Athletic. There, there has to be. Oh, I love Diana. I, I consider her a friend of Jay's. There has to be some sort of caveat if she is the highest paid ever employee of the New York Times. I believe so. I, I don't I don't know what to Good say. Good for her. Oh, you know what? There it is. Don found it. That is the right thing to say. Good <laughs> for, her. for her. Right. I don't know if we need to analyze that any further. Than yeah. That. I mean, there. I, I've... Well, you know, you sound like the guy that did the last call. You just want them to throw money at you, right? Well, not just, at all. I, I, I have no interest in... I'm not a writer. No, no. I mean, you want like WWE and ESPN and Hot 97. You I don't... want them to throw that case at you. No, not at, not at all. I don't... But didn't even remotely think about me. All I thought was the New York Times, I know this could offend some people, is often regarded as the most prestigious newspaper in the history of our nation. I love the, Diana. Um, but it's, the, it's, I, the, it's the paper of record. So I, I just was a little surprised. I mean, I guess, though, you know, numbers always go up over time with inflation. So it, it that makes sense. But So she make it more than Maureen Dowd and Frank Bruni and all the big time columnists. And, and yeah. 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 So good for her. She deserves it. She's great. Hey, this year, I don't know if you know this, Peter. It's time to finally lose that weight the safe and natural way with NJ Diet. 
Their results are nearly twice as fast as weight loss injections and without any of those nasty side effects. With NJ Diet, you'll lose 20 to 40 plus pounds in only 40 days contractually guaranteed. NJ Diet uses your hair and saliva along with bioenergetic scans to personalize natural solutions and supplements that get your body into the fat burning zone. Then, NJ Diet uses your DNA info to help you keep the weight off. Don't take shots the rest of your life. Lose a contractually guaranteed 20 to 40 plus pounds in only 40 days naturally, quickly, and safely with NJ Diet. No hormones, no prepackaged foods, no shots. You even get the doctor's personal email and phone number. Call 855-5NJ-DIET, 855-5NJ-DIET, or schedule your consult today at njdiet.com. That's njdiet.com. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.